of the independent Thusia Seventh-day Adventist Church, a revival of original Adventism and ancient Christianity. Our speaker is Brother Nairon Medina. Good day. This is Brother Medina for Thusia Seventh-day Adventist, and please let us start with a word of prayer. Gracious loving Father, be with us as we enter into your word. Bless everyone that listens and help them to prepare for what is coming. In Jesus' holy name we pray. With thanksgiving unto thee. Amen. Well, we want to continue our discussion on present-day events that are taking place. And we want you to know that these are signs of the soon coming of Jesus Christ. You need to understand and you need to interpret properly what is going on. These are signs of the soon coming of Jesus Christ. Events are happening that are wrapping up the populations of the earth into bundles, many of them to be burnt forever. People are choosing sides. People are choosing positions that will warp their judgment and cause them to be sinning over and over again, especially sinning through ideology, because ideological sins go much more further than a person just following feelings for a moment. And these sins are causing chaos in the nations. Take, for example, last week. Last week, Antifa and Black Lives Matters as movements, as socialist communist movements, took over a six-city block in Seattle, the capital of Washington State. As they took over six blocks. Eventually, the police fought back and got back four blocks from them. The police fought back and got back, in fact, two blocks from them. So they remained with four blocks. That's the real facts. Now, these people have their own armed soldiers, their own armed people patrolling those blocks. They make it a no-go zone. They call it chaz. They make it a no-go zone for people. In that same area, they have robbed, they have raped, they have shaken down stores or extorted money from businesses in that area. This is what this organization's these organizations are all about. They are about communizing or socializing, and they always rule 
with disorder, chaos, anarchism, transgression of God's law. Yes, my dear people, all you have to do is to study the history of the French Revolution and you would see the same chaos, the same disorder, the same breaking up of different areas in a city controlled by various groups. The same thing. This happened in modern day United States of America in the state of Washington. The governor claimed he didn't know anything about it, which was a lie. As for the mayor of Seattle, she allowed it to happen. And when the president of the United States told them, correct the issue, or we will send in the military to correct it for you, her statement would be, there is no legal jurisdiction of the military over this. So the president can't do anything. In other words, instead of this mayor welcoming help, she allowed it to happen. And this is just a sign of things to come. This Black Lives Matters group have been protesting and these protests have turned violent, burning down businesses, destroying businesses, killing people, beating people up under the name of looking for social justice. How did they fight systemic racism? as they claim, by breaking into stores and stealing shoes and clothes and all kind of producers and so on. And many of these businesses were owned by the same black people whom they claim life matters. So they have ruined the lives of a lot of people in the name of protesting. And this didn't only stop at the United States of America. The crime of a policeman practicing po uh, police brutality on a career criminal, which is what the man was. This is a guy who, with two men, broke into a woman's apartment, a pregnant woman. Her, her, her tummy was huge with the baby. And this is a guy who pointed the gun at this woman's pregnant belly while they robbed the place, albeit they didn't get anything. They barely got something. And yet still, this same situation was done by this individual. This individual is being touted as a hero today because one man, a policeman, who had nine times been disciplined for police brutality and would get off through the police union, kneeled on the neck of this guy and caused him to die. But that didn't happen in England. Yet protests took place in England being violent. It didn't happen in Austria, in France, in Belgium. Yet all their protests took place and they were violent. Good grief, protests even took place in Japan. What does that have to do with what took place in America? What took place in America? This clearly shows us that this is not a spontaneous protest because people are crying out against social injustices and systemic racism. No, it is not spontaneous. It is an organized movement, a movement with chapters in different countries being funded 
And it was even found out that it is George Soros and a Mr. Speyer that have been funding Black Lives Matters and Antifa. And these organizations had made it their duty to attack and to damage many, many people and their businesses. Good grief. Huge pallets of blocks were even placed on street corners in America by design for people to get blocks to riot and to pelt people and to do damage. Project Veritas, an organization that infiltrates various movements and films what they have been saying and doing to show you what they are all about, even infiltrated Antifa and found the leaders teaching people how to gouge out people's eyes and to do maximum damage to people. This is a socialist movement bent on creating riot and revolution to destroy the right and to destroy the Trump administration. Yes, my dear people, so much that this speaker here has seen Antifa members paying people literally money, we have seen it on videos, paying people to go on riot. So the question is, it is not a genuine thing, much of it. It is a conspiracy, a conspiracy to make the Trump administration look bad and to destroy it. All these things God sees, and God who is the judge of all is going to deal with all of this. Yes, my dear people. It so happens that while they have been trying to destroy the Trump administration, the Trump administration has even risen higher on the polls. Get this, a stadium that can only hold 13,000 people. This is where the first meeting, the first mega meeting of Trump was supposed to take place. You get seats by ticket. Do you know how much people called for tickets to go to this meeting? Not 13,000. No, my dear people, 300,000. This clearly shows you that Trump is going to regain his position in elections by a greater landslide. Why? Because this is on the right and the left have proven themselves to do damage and foolishness. Do you know they voted to disband the police force altogether in Minneapolis, Minnesota? If in the city of Minneapolis there is no police, what do you think will happen? Who will suffer? You see, my dear people, all kind of wrong things are being done. And people are seeing it and crying out. And in all these democratic controlled cities where these evils are happening, they're going to lose power because people are seeing what they're doing. If we take another example, things that God has been seeing and that are so horrible is the fact that these violence and destruction of people's lives and livelihood 
came from the mind of the devil because the devil is called the destroyer. And the destroyer always used communism, socialism to achieve his ends. Yes, my dear people. And all this God sees and God is going to judge them because according to Psalms 50, God himself is the judge. Yes, my dear people. Let me read for you in Psalms 50, verse 6, it tells us, And the heavens shall declare his righteousness. Now the Bible says, All thy commandments are righteousness. So if the heavens declare God's righteousness, the heavens are declaring the commandments of God. And what does it tell us? It says, For God is judge himself. Sila. Sila means take note. So God is judge himself. And he's going to judge on the basis of his law. Yes, my dear people. And since he's going to judge on the basis of his law, when he judge people that are doing these evils, what do you think is going to happen? Whether it is the police practices, practicing uh, brutality, or whether it is Antifa or Black Lives Matter doing the same thing, but even worse on a large scale, God is going to judge them all. Yes, my dear people, it is not true that this whole protest is a justified protest. Why? Because white policemen in America, according to statistics, kill more white criminals than blacks. So it is not targeting a person because of their race. Statistics show they kill more whites than blacks. But statistics also show that black policemen kill black criminals also. But they don't protest for that. Also, statistics also show that African Americans kill more African Americans than white people kill them. But they won't protest for those black lives that matters too. Again, statistics show that black people kill more white people in the U.S., and vice versa. All these are statistics that are true. And when you put them together, you do not get the narrative that is being presented by the left-leaning mainstream media, who is constantly trying to drum up racism to make the Trump administration look bad and to cause evil. Yes, my dear people. Take, for instance, there's something we want to point out here. Recently, we are told that hydrochloroquine could not work to deal with the coronavirus. However, documents came out in the Lancelet magazine, one of the top medical journals in the world, claiming that it doesn't work and that it does harm to the human being. All this because President Trump said he was using hydrochloroquine. And guess what happened? It came out recently that the authors that write that in the Lancet were lying and did it just to be against Trump. Because what they were saying was not true and the opposite was true. They would even lie, lie in medicine when a crisis is going on, cause people to die just because of their political agendas. 
This is the reason why we have to be more wise and don't take things because the quote-unquote experts say it or because the mainstream media say it. Because the experts and mainstream media say it, they usually say those that say the opposite or different, they are quacks, they have no authority, and that's what they are saying is fake news. But it is the mainstream media that have been practicing fake news over and over. Did not CNN claim that Biden, the Democratic president, will be getting more votes, presidential votes, than Trump? And they show up poll to show that he was leading? Only for investigators to find out that CNN went only in Democratic areas and came up with that poll. They lied. They lied with the statistics. Who is the one giving the fake news? The mainstream media. And this is the reason why we need alternative sources. Do you not think that God will judge them? God will judge all of them for this. Yes, my dear people. And that's the reason why you and I are to stand as guardians and keepers of God's law. Why? Because the law of God, that great law, tells us thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, and many, many other wonderful uh, authoritative statements given by Yahweh himself. And you and I, when we see these evils are happening, we are to stand as guardians and keepers of the law of God to let people know what the law of God states. Yes, my dear people. In Isaiah chapter 8 and verse 16, here is what we are told, I quote, Bind up the testimony and seal the law among my disciples. Did you hear what God says? That the testimony is to be binded up. The law is to be sealed among his disciples. His disciples have the law of God. His disciples stand with the law of God and propagate the law of God. We are to propagate and defend the law of God. We are to preach the law of God. We are to teach the law of God. We are to let the law of God stand out because the law of God shows us the way. Yes, my dear people, of course it is not the law that saves us, no, but the law points out sin. As we are told, I, had, I would not have known lust except the law had not said, thou shalt not covet. So thou shalt not covet shows us lust. So the law shows us sin. So that when we go to Christ and, Christ, and repent and believe and Christ justifies us, then when we are justified, we are made to end sinning and to keep God's law. Yes, my dear people, that's what your Bible shows you. That's what your Bible tells you. If we look at Romans chapter 3, and we look at verse 30 and 31, here is what we are told. I quote, it says this, Seeing it is one God, that shall justify the circumcision by faith and uncircumcision through faith, do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid, yea, we establish the law. So faith in you, the faith of Jesus Christ, establishes the law when you are justified. 
So justification makes you a keeper of the law of God. Now, when you become a keeper of the law of God, obviously, you do not transgress the law of God. You uphold the law of God. Yes, my dear people. So when God justifies you, he makes you become a guardian and keeper of his law. So that when you see these lawless things going on in society, you wouldn't say black lives matters. You would say all life matters. And a person will come and tell you, why are you saying all lives matter? You're saying that in opposition to black lives matters. You tell them that black lives are included in the all lives. So it means white lives matters, black lives matters, Chinese lives matters, Arab lives matters, Amerindian lives matters, all lives matters. But if you only point out one race, black life, you are the one that is being racist because you are only identifying one ethnicity. Why not say all lives matters? But now they are censoring the claim of all lives matters. Why? Because they know that truth will be not and people say, well, yes, it is only obvious. So they are censoring it for Black Lives Matters. So they practice going against free speech. They practice going against people's conscience. They practice going against freedom of expression to remove a truth and to allow the error to prevail for what? For propaganda purposes. And because they have their global socialism to achieve. So you see, when God judges, God will not say black lives matter. He didn't only make black people. He made all races out of one man for to dwell upon the face of this earth. And as far as God is concerned, all lives matter. You're supposed to cherish the life of every single person. That's why the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him might not perish, but have everlasting life. Notice the phrase, whosoever believeth in him. This is to tell us that it is whosoever believe, whether it is black, white, yellow, red, or whatever color. They, all of them, if they believe, they will have everlasting life. Yes, my dear people. So in the eyes of God, all lives matters. But people don't like to hear that because the truth of it will destroy their error. And they have built a movement upon error that creates racism. And it is for the sake of riot and revolution to bring about the new world order. So they must stop you. But you are a defender of the law of God. And as a defender of the law of God, you ought to do what Jesus himself said he came to do. Yes, my dear people, if we look at Matthew chapter 5, you would see what Jesus said he came to do. We read, Jesus said in verse 17, Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. So the law here meant the five books of Moses. The prophets meant the other writings of the prophets. Now, the five books of Moses was called the law because the law, the Ten Commandments, was emphasized. In the writings of the prophets, obedience to the law of God was also emphasized. 
So the actual intention of Christ is pointing out the Ten Commandments. He said he didn't come to destroy the law or the prophets. Then in verse 18 he says, For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law, till all be fulfilled. Did you see that? So, some evangelical pastors say, well, yes. If you have a contract to build a room for a person, and then you went and you built the room, did you not fulfill the contract? Yes. Do you still have to build the room? No. They say, well, look, fulfill means to, to do away with, to complete, to finish. But that's not how Jesus used fulfill in the scriptures here. He didn't use contractual fulfillment. He used the word as active fulfillment. So there's contractual fulfillment, and then there's active fulfillment. Which one did Jesus use? Jesus used active fulfillment, not contractual fulfillment. He explains what he means by fulfill. He goes on and says this, Whosoever therefore, in verse 19, Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men so, he shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Did you just see that? So according to Jesus, fulfilling is doing and teaching. The opposite of fulfilling is breaking. It means you don't keep it, and you teach people not to keep it. That's breaking the law. You don't do it, and you teach people not to do it. That's breaking and teaching people not to keep the law. When Christ said fulfill, he meant doing it and teaching it. You're supposed to do the law and teach others to do the law. This is what Christ came to do. And if you are a Christian, you are to do as Christ, who was your example according to First Peter. He was your example. You are supposed to do the law also. So when Jesus said that he did not come to destroy but to fulfill, the fulfilling wasn't contractual fulfilling, but active fulfilling, doing and teaching. And this is the reason why you and I are called to be guardians and keep us of the law. We are to do and teach the Ten Commandments. Yes, my dear people, God expects you to do and keep the Ten Commandments. That's why he called you. So with all these things that are going on, all this distress of nations, with perplexity that is going on, you are expected to humble yourself and understand what is going on and allow God to direct you that you will live the truth and that you will be able to show people what is going on and do that which is right. Yes, my dear people. For this reason, the Bible shows that in the last days, the last church will do the commandments of God. And if the last church will do the commandments of God, then it follows. They will teach people to do it also. So they will be, they will be uh, guardians and keepers of God's law. Here is how your Bible put it. I quote Revelation chapter 12 and verse 17. And the dragon was wroth with the woman. The dragon is the devil. The woman is the church. And went to make war with the remnant of her seed, the remaining followers of Christ. 
the seed of the woman is Jesus Christ. So the remnant of a seed is the remaining followers of Christ. And it identifies them. It says, which keeps the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. So the remnant church, the last church, will keep the commandments of God. Yes, my dear people. Why? Because God has made them guardians and keepers of his law. Especially as you see these horrible events taking place all over the world. Yes, my dear people. So much that when the issues of the beast and his image is going on, do you know that the last people here are those that keep God's commandments? Revelation 14, 12. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. End of quote. So, my dear people, God's latter-day people, his last-day people, will keep the commandments of God. And that includes all ten. You're called upon to be part of those people. Yes, my dear people. You're called upon to keep all of God's commandments. May God bless you. May God help you that you make the right decision, that you choose to be a guardian and keeper of the law of God. For such people and such a rare profession is needed now in the end of this earth's history. So, if anyone wants this program, call us at 625-0446. 625-0446 will give us this program plus others that went before. And may God bless you that you may be a guardian and keeper of his law. In Jesus' holy name, amen. The judgment has set, the books have been opened. How shall we stand in that great day when every thought and word and action cause the righteous judge shall weigh? How shall we?